1: Hello, Secret Squad, I'm Robin McGraw. Welcome back to a brand new episode of I've Got a Secret. This episode is one you'll want to listen to over and over again, because it has the power to truly transform your life. I'm joined remotely by Heidi Powell, trainer, health guru, best-selling author, and transformation specialist. You know Heidi from Extreme Weight Loss, where she empowered clients and viewers to transform their lives from the inside out. Heidi co-founded the digital platform, Transform, which provides users with the motivation plans and community for a successful transformation. Heidi has inspired thousands, including our other guest, Jennifer McKee. While struggling with a life altering foot issue, Jennifer was motivated by Heidi's practices and lost 138 pounds in less than one year. And she did this by simply changing her habits. No gimmicks. Jennifer is now the founder of McKee Health Transformations, a health coaching business that helps people change their lives. Her parents have even lost a combined 243 pounds by following her guidance. Today's episode is proof that you have the power to transform yourself inside and out, no matter the circumstances. This is the secret to your transformation. So excited. Are you ladies there? I'm here now, yes. I'm I'm so sorry. We lost you for a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what happens when we're virtual, unfortunately. But we're all back together, and I am thrilled. We're all here. I'm so thrilled to have both of you. I love it when we have two guests at one time, and especially under these circumstances, because... There's nothing, I believe, more empowering than our podcast today because transformations are like so empowering. I think our guests, when they hear our podcast today, will be empowered and want to get out there and do what they need to do, just like the two of you did. But I have to say, Jennifer, your story, with the help of Heidi, is just unbelievable and so I'm just, I'm so impressed and I'm so, I have so much respect for you. Thank you so much. I'm just so grateful to be here.
0: I I love the story because it all started in a bathroom stall. (laughs) 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 Actually, I don't know if I can think it started there, but our actual physical meetup happened in a bathroom stall. Oh, I (laughs) love that. I
1: love that. Meant to be. I'm going to have to say that was truly meant to be. I want to get to that. I want to get to that. But Heidi, let's start (laughs) out by telling the listeners about your background as a transformation coach and how do you transform the lives of your clients?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I would say we, me and my ex-husband, Chris Powell, are most known for the work that we did on the show, Extreme Weight Loss where we help people lose half their body weight over the course of a year. And I think to the outside eye, uh, witnessing a transformation like that, where you see somebody going from 500 pounds to 250 pounds or 410 pounds down to 185 pounds, um, almost all of them lost over half their body weight. You look and the normal person would think that it's diet and exercise. It's calories in, calories out. And while physiologically it is diet and exercise, that's how we lose weight right, right. Uh, what we eat what we take in if we expend more calories than we consume each day we are going to lose weight but weight loss is a very different thing than transformation yes and that's a thing that I've always said and I, I hold near and dear and it, it's a foundational element of how I work with anybody if you don't understand why you want transformation in the first place if you don't understand the core elements to emotional, Behavioral, mental transformation, the physical doesn't mean anything. You're going to hit the weight, you're going to reach your goal, and you're either not going to be happy or you're going to gain the weight back, or maybe a combination of both. Where I believe that the core elements of transformation that we have always taught are the things that help you find happiness, peace, joy, whatever it is that you're looking for now. And then along the way, we lose weight. The weight loss is a byproduct when you're doing transformation the right way. Oh,
1: this is exactly why I said at the top of this podcast, this is a complete package of what our listeners need to hear today. It's really, truly not just about what you put in your mouth, chew up and swallow, or how yeah. how active you really are. It This is the complete, full package from top to bottom. So I'm so thrilled to have you. Tell everyone about your inside-out approach.
0: Yeah, well, I have to say where it comes from, I, I will start there, is I actually, and this is a thing I don't even know that we talked about prior, but it actually originated from my own historical, my history with an eating disorder. So I struggled with a decade-long eating disorder where I um, I felt like getting to a certain goal or a certain weight would help me find happiness, peace, and joy. And essentially, the skinnier I got, the more miserable I was. I also come from a family of addicts. My dad was an addict who landed in rehab. And my mom, everyone in my family has gone through something where addiction has been an issue. And I realized in kind of just my working with Chris, we were, you know, best friends first. And it was something where uh, we created a show, but he was essentially a trainer. I was just kind of behind the scenes. I was helping him with certain things. And it was very quickly realized that his typical uh, sciencey calories in calories out approach would last for so long. But if we did not address the things that were deeper, the things that were painting them from some of them, their childhood, uh, we would never get to the root of what was packing the weight on, and what was ha- what was holding them back from reaching goals overall, in general. Um, and this just so happened that these were goals that you know were around their body and how they rolled into how they felt and how they thought. And so for us, we I, I would say one of the most core uh, elements of transformation that we realized is this word integrity. And really, Jennifer, this is kind of what brought you to my and Chris's approach. It was, you know, we believe that if you are unaware of the fact that the reason you have gained the weight or the reason you're having a hard time reaching your goals or the reason you are unhappy or the reason you feel like a terrible mom or the re- the reasons why we feel so much a lack of fulfillment is that we are out of integrity with ourselves. We lack integrity. And what is integrity? We always say it's Doing what you say you're doing when you say you're going to do it, not just to everybody else, because that's the easy part, but it's to yourself first. It's the most important thing. It's, you know, when somebody from your neighborhood asks if you'll bring barbecue to the party, you're going to say yes. If they ask if you'll drive them to the airport, of course, you're going to say yes. And you're going to do it. When anybody else asks you to do something, it's an automatic yes. And you usually fulfill. Yes. But what happens when you tell yourself, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. tomorrow and I'm going to work out. Yes, that's so true. Diet starts Monday or 2010, that's my year. Over and over and over, we make and we break promises to ourselves to the point where we stop we stop giving promises out loud. We stop speaking them. We create silent promises. And, and I, I believe, I know, I mean, our background and the people that we worked with have proven that when we make and break silent promises, when silent promises start to happen, it happens because we do not believe in ourselves anymore. We believe that whatever goal we're setting is a goal we are going to break. And we don't think we're capable, worthy, or enough. And that's where the real uh, heartbreak Self loathing, lack of dignity happens. And that is what needs to be repaired in order for true transformation to happen.
1: That's so true. Because if you truly don't believe in yourself, you will quit. You will give up. You will not continue. If you just, because you play that tape in your head, like, I'm not worth this. I don't deserve this. Whatever it is you're telling yourself, that's going to continue playing in your head, I believe. Yes. And you will continue to quit and give up on yourself. So now, Jennifer, please tell all the listeners all about your transformation journey because I am so inspired myself. And so like I said earlier, I'm so impressed, so proud and, and honored that you're here and so love your, your transformation journey. And before you do, I want the listeners to know that they can go to I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com and see all of your before and after photos and, and just see everything about your journey, but could you please tell all the listeners about your transformation journey because it's so impressive.
2: Yes. Thanks so much, Robin. And um, so I had struggled with emotional eating, binge eating. I mean, I really remember the first time I ate secretly, I was eight years old, you know, so that, and I, at this point I'm in my late thirties, right? So it'd been about almost 30 years that I had been turning to food to cope with overwhelming emotions. And I had a very nasty inner critic, you know, that was holding me back, telling me I wasn't good enough, telling me I'm not lovable, that I couldn't achieve my goals and things like that. And that just kept me stuck. And I just kept packing on the pounds and I was completely out of integrity with myself for, honestly, I don't know if I had ever been in integrity with myself. And so I got really frustrated because, you know, I had a lot of health issues. I had high blood pressure, high cholesterol, Um, you know, my foot issue, it wasn't caused by my weight, but my weight was making it worse, obviously, because there was more pressure on my feet. And um, I just felt just so stuck. And so I, I started seeing a therapist to try to figure out why I couldn't commit to myself, why I couldn't commit to making changes. And what I discovered was that I didn't love myself. And she told me, you know, you need to love yourself at any weight, because when you hit a number on a scale, that's not going to make you love yourself. And that really opened my eyes. And so I realized I needed to repair my relationship with myself, but I had no idea how to do it. And what was crazy, and I remember the date, Heidi knows I remember the date. Um, On June 2nd, 2015, I said, okay, today is the day that I'm going to start making some changes. I don't know exactly what I'm going to be doing or anything. But then on that day, I followed Heidi on social media. I was a huge fan of the pals. I had seen every extreme weight loss episode, read the books, etc. And Heidi had released a new blog post on that day about promises, keeping promises to yourself and in integrity. And I, I read that blog post and it, it truly changed my life. Uh-huh. But something clicked. Um, And I realized that I had been out of integrity with myself, but also in that blog post, Heidi talks about how you need to set realistic goals. I was setting completely unrealistic goals. Like I have to eat hundred percent cleaner. I have to exercise six days a week. And I mean, I was 358 pounds, you know what I mean? So that's not realistic. Um, And so I just said, you know what, I'm going to start with three power promises. I'm going to start with taking a multivitamin every day. Cause I know I can do that. I'm going to start with eight cups of water a day. I needed to drink way more than that, but that's what I could commit to. And I'm going to track my food because I can commit to that, you know? And um, I just started there and I gradually built on those habits, but I had to do so much mindset work and I'm still doing it. I'm on a journey, you know, it never mm-hmm. ends, but I had to really forgive myself because I had yo-yoed all my life with my weight, you know, lost 60 pounds here, gained it back, lost another 30, you know, I had to really forgive myself and understand that what Chris and Heidi say is like, you know, you didn't, you didn't know what you didn't know or you don't know what you don't know. And it's like, I didn't know everything at the time. I did the best I could at the time and I needed to forgive myself and just learn from it and move forward. So that was like the beginning of this growth mindset that I that I received and, and just by listening, you know, reading more blog posts by Heidi listening to, um, you know, what continuing to watch extreme weight loss. Cause it was still on at that time, things like that. I just really listened. I was, I was willing and able and open to listening and understanding that I didn't know what was best for me. So now I need to listen to other people and uh, try something uh, different, you wow. know?
1: Well, I just want to say first, God bless Heidi for writing that blog. Uh, that you read that day and it and it just resonating with you and it truly changing your life.
0: Yeah, and, and not to jump in Jennifer, but I'm going to give her so much credit. Like you have to want something bad enough to do anything for it or you're never going to reach it. And for Jennifer, there was something clear like she wanted it bad enough to the point where I mean most people feel like they need me to come in their living room and pull them out and work them out, you know, be by their side the entire time. Jennifer knew she wanted to make a change. She happened to find something to back up evidence that she, that there was a, like to she created a sign. She read my blog post said, this is my sign. And she went full force. And, you know, I, we had a book signing March the following year. So about nine months later, and it was at a Barnes and Noble, Chris and I had just come out with our book. I think it was extreme transformation is what we had come out with. We were doing a book signing and I was going to the bathroom before the book signing started. Uh-huh. I was in the stall and I walk out of the stall and lo and behold, Jennifer, who I was meeting for the first time, I don't remember if we had communicated online, but you, we had an emotional moment in the bathroom where she had lost, since you read my blog, was it 120
2: pounds you had lost? Yeah, so my total weight loss was actually 185, but I at that point I would lost 120-ish.
0: Yeah. And we immediately connected her. I loved her heart, her soul, her drive, what she had done on her own, the inspiration she was creating in her family already. So we kept in touch. And then it was uh, a year later, Chris and I did these things called, they were uh, transformation specialist certification courses where we traveled around and we showed up to our Arizona location Jennifer had invested the money to be a Powell certified transformation specialist. She sat there super engaged the whole weekend, really felt I mean, when something works for you, when you believe in what something's done for you, when you felt it, you want nothing more than to share it with the world. And Jennifer showed up saying, oh my gosh, your methodology changed my life. Here's who I am. Here's how it changed my family. Teach me everything so I can change lives the same way. And it's been so powerful to the point where... Even later, I, I, eight or so months later, maybe a year later, I hired Jennifer oh. as one of our coaches for our coaching program. So, I mean, it just, she's,
1: she's oh. amazing. She is amazing. Both of you are truly amazing. And I really want to go back before I forget. I have to ask this because it, to be it really stuck with me. Uh, Jennifer, staying on track when injured must have felt so impossible on some days. Where did your motivation come from on those days? Well,
2: one of the other things I learned from Chris and Heidi was the why. So that's one of the very first things I did. In addition to setting realistic goals for myself, I spent about a week or so just thinking about my why, like at the time, like what is driving me? You know, it wasn't to look good in a bikini or anything like that. I mean, I had to dig deeper to figure out what was it, you know, and and for me at the time, I did have a lot of fear-based stuff because I had a lot of health issues, but I also You know, I knew that I was cutting my life short due to my own actions. And that seemed unacceptable to me, you know. And so I knew that there was more. I knew that um, you know, I just needed to figure out how to have a happier and healthier life. And so I wanted to live a long life of quality years. And in my view, I think life is precious. I think life goes by so quickly. And I was like, I'm wasting my life. I'm as Chris and Heidi say. I was not on the court. I was on the sidelines of my life and I was watching my life pass me by. And, um, I just, I wanted to be able to live my life. I wanted to not be held back by my weight. You know, I couldn't, uh, I was afraid to sit in certain uh, chairs that I was going to break chairs. I didn't want to fly because I couldn't fit in the airplane seat, you know, all these things like this. And, um, I was like, these things are holding me back from, from living. And, um, I, you know, I was in my late thirties at this time, so I was like, "It's I I want to to by the time I'm forty, I want to have lost the weight." And for, but it wasn't just about the weight for me; it was more mm-hmm. about creating the healthy habits and the mindset work. I wanted to love myself. I didn't want mm-hmm. I wanted to treat myself or talk to myself like I would someone that I love. Uh-huh. and I wasn't doing that. So that took
1: a lot of work. <laughs> you know what, I, I'm so moved right now to just want to tell you, you are so beautiful, and it has nothing to do with the way you look. Thank you so much. I'm just really feeling just how truly beautiful your spirit is, and you and you as a person, you as a woman, you as a human being, you're so beautiful, because oh. you are it's so inspiring. Everything you're saying, it's, it's, what a gift you gave yourself because it, like you say over and over, it wasn't about the number on the scale. You wanted to give yourself the gift of a life.
2: And and I'm, I'm just so grateful for like Heidi and um, just it, that I found them at the right time. You know what I mean? I feel, I really don't, I believe that, you know, my higher power leads me to certain At certain times, like where the timing is right. And that's what happened here. And I'm just so grateful. Yes,
1: I was just gonna say it was not an accident that you and Heidi met in the bathroom that day, that Heidi was in that place to speak, and I'm gonna run to the restroom and came out. And there you stood. That was not an accident, it was meant to be.
0: I I agree. And Robin, what you just said is what I had a conversation with Jennifer this morning about. Like she's amazing, and she's she looks amazing and but where her true beauty and value is is something that cannot be connected to her body cannot be connected to her face can't be connected to anything it's the soul it's the essence of who she is and her ability to love other people and make and set goals she's just a wealth of knowledge and information and Jennifer you know her your willingness and desire to share with the world to create transformation and create joy is the most beautiful thing.
1: Thank you. I totally agree with you. And it it just exudes, even on this podcast, even when we're not even on a television and we're on audio, it it just, just jumps out and we all can see it and feel it. So can you tell us all of the ways that your life has changed for the better since you made the decision to transform?
2: that's a great question. And I I think if I were to tell you all the ways we'd be here for about 10 hours, so I'll just try to tell you the
1: top, the
2: top ones. I think the first one for me, I think is having that growth mindset that I talked about because that helps me in all areas of my life, right? So anytime something's happening in my life or or something gets thrown in my path that is stressful, maybe even traumatic or, or whatever the case is, it's something that I wish wasn't happening. Instead of looking at it from a victim standpoint, like I always used to do, like I used to think life was happening to me. One of my favorite quotes is life is not happening to you. Life is happening for you, you know. And and so I shifted my perspective as to say, "Okay, there's a challenge happening right now in my life. Not something bad, a challenge. And I know that there's an opportunity for growth here. And I know that that sounds, maybe doesn't sound like a big deal, but that one thing has changed my life so much. And as soon as I started changing my perspective like that, like amazing things started happening in my life. Like my life's not perfect, right? There's things that come that are hard and there always will be, but I feel like stronger. I feel that I have the tools but not just the tools. I have a lot of people around me who love and care for me that I can reach out to like Heidi, you know, to help me in those moments when I am struggling. And I just think that the mindset stuff that I've gained from this is the number one thing that I've gained and just learning. And along with the mindset is just also the inner critic, you know, working on my inner critic and talking to myself in a loving kind way, like, a, like having compassion for myself, Ugh. not letting mm-hmm. myself get away with things, you know, but right. just understanding, like Heidi always says, you know, I'm perfectly imperfect. That that's another thing, Heidi, like Uh-oh. it really stuck with me um, because I'm a perfectionist. Right. And I was always trying to do, I had the all or nothing thinking. Right. Uh-huh. So that's oh. another thing oh, that oh, I've that's gained.
1: I'm so much like you in that, in that regard. All yeah. or nothing. Yeah. So I think
2: like the mindset stuff, like the, the inner critic helping like, changing my inner critic, shifting the all or nothing thinking, understanding that, you know, progress, not perfection. Love it. I love um, it. I'm perfectly imperfect. Right, <laughs> Heidi. And, um, just actually not being afraid <sighs> to take risks. And, and like Chris and Heidi always preach, like get on the court. Yeah. And I had to get on the court, even wow. though I was scared, I was going to be hit by a lot of play like balls and stuff. Like, yeah. but I had to get on, on the court yes. Yes. and I had to take the risk. I had to step out of my comfort zone. And, um, you know, I truly believe that's the only place where growth can happen. Is wow. Outside the comfort zone. So, so yeah, I, I, um, I corrected all my health issues and I did all that stuff, but I think for me, the biggest thing was the mindset work. And the second thing I would say is the ability to help others. Like I always felt that I was meant to help others, but I had no idea in what capacity, but I felt that deep in my core. And then this all happened. And it was just like, wow, now I know. Now I know what I'm (gasps) supposed to be doing, you know? So um, that's, those are the two top things I got out of my transformation.
1: Oh, wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Again, everything about you, everything that you're sharing with us today is just pure magic to me. Do you feel that when you did transform, you took your power back?
2: I say that to people all the time, you know, take your power back. And I say to myself, (laughs) and I always get a question like, um, how do you take your power back? And so for me, and, you know, maybe it's different for different people, but for me, I focus on what is in my control. That's how I can take my power back. And um, also just meeting myself where I am, but taking action. You know, you can't Uh take your power back if you're not taking any action. And so uh, for uh, most of my life, I wasn't taking action, right? Yes. Like I said before, so I think it's about focusing on what you can control and then taking action.
1: Yes. You know, taking my power back is a term I use personally in my life a lot. I apply it to my own life situations and it just resonates with me a lot. And so for me, taking my power back is a choice. Heidi, if it's a term or a phrase that you think resonates with you, how do you describe taking your power back?
0: Well, it's interesting. When I first heard you guys saying this, I thought my mind went to, okay, well, I think first before people can quote unquote, take their power back, most people that I work with and most people that I come across in my life have to be aware that they have power to begin with because most people are not. So while we all have beautiful amounts and an abundance of power inside of us, most people do not realize it until somebody or something can help, can help open up their eyes. And I do believe that that is one of the biggest components of value that I have always offered to other people. Me and Chris together, you know, in everything that we did in transformation is. First and foremost, helping people believe in themselves because belief, if we do not believe we are capable of doing something, we will not put forth the effort necessary to get to where we want to go because we don't believe we can. And so we don't believe we have that power. I, for example, uh, before I met Chris, I didn't believe that I had the power to be anything great in this world. I didn't. I thought certain people were anointed with power and certain people were anointed to be great. I did not realize that I had something inside of me that was worthy of sharing with the world. And when I found that, that was my like, okay, every single person I come across will now be the recipient of me believing in them and showing, like, I feel like I can see the power that everybody has. I can look at Jennifer. I can look at Bruce from our show. I can look at anyone and say, oh my gosh. Like you are beautiful. You are magnificent. There's so much power. Let me help you open up your eyes to the power that exists. And once they have that, usually by way of integrity and power promises and seeing how great they are and being told what their strengths are, because we are such critics of ourselves. We look at ourselves in the mirror and instead of saying, oh my gosh, I like the shape that I'm creating as people are losing weight, they're saying, oh my gosh, I have saggy skin. Oh my gosh, this is We have, Jennifer, you and I spoke about this today. It is so much easier to look at what is not right than to look at what is right. But if I, as a coach, as a friend, as a transformation expert, whatever you want to call me, can help somebody focus on the beauty that they have, the things that they have to be grateful for, the value that they bring to themselves, to their family, to the world. If we can help them see that, we can help them repeat it, we can help them create patterns in their life that focus on the good, that's them realizing that they have power. Then from there, guess what? Realistic expectations is a thing that we teach in transformation. You have to be realistic. Once you hit your goal, you have to know that that is not the finish line. You have to know that there is more there And we're going to struggle. We need to know we're going to have bad days. We're going to have great days. We're going to have more bad days. We're going to fall in a rut. We can get out. All those things exist. Um, And in that, once power is realized, we know deep within that we can take that power back at any point in time. I mean, we can take it back before we even realize it. But if we don't know it's there, we don't know what to take back. And which is why I'm such an advocate of journaling Being a part of a community, doing things that we can lean on in times of struggle and and really dig down and say, okay, what were these amazing things that I accomplished in my life that I can do again? You know, once you lose the weight or once you run the half marathon, those are examples of, of where our power was present, right? And it's not in losing the weight, but it was in who we were becoming and choosing to be as the weight was being lost. That's where the real power is. So I, I love that phrase and I believe it wholeheartedly.
1: I love hearing that. Brilliance, just pure brilliance today.
2: The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, But when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television.
1: So I want to tell you both that on every podcast, we do two things. And the first thing that we do, I'd love to do right now. And that's our drink of the day. So for the drink of the day, I always pick a drink or we create one around here that applies to our guest and the topic of the day. So Heidi. I was on your website, and you have some incredible recipes on there. And I thought for today's drink of the day, we'd make one of your fun creations. And Now, I instantly gravitated towards your Girl Scout cookie-inspired recipes (laughs) because I am actually the national celebrity spokesperson for the Girl Scouts of America. Oh, my goodness. How great. So today, we're having your mint cookie shake recipe inspired by Thin Mints. Now, for this drink, it's one cup of unsweetened almond milk, Mm. one scoop of Chris and Heidi's Chocolate Meal Replacement Shake Powder, which is from Heidi's Supplements line, three-fourths cup of ice, or if you want really creamy, you can opt for one-half frozen banana, and one-eighth teaspoon of mint extract. This one is so easy. Just combine all ingredients in a blender and blend until smooth. I topped mine with some fresh mint. This shake has 200 calories and 21 grams of protein. So ladies, I'm going to raise this glass in honor of both of you today. And I hopefully- have my sparkling water. I got sparkling I water. Got water. Oh, <laughs> water. Oh yes.
0: Sparkling water, zero calories. Hopefully raise one glass. day
1: we can be all together in the same room and have one of these together, but right now, cheers to the two of you and your beautiful, beautiful inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> taking a sip to that. <laughs> And I tell you what, I want all of the listeners right now to go to, I've got a secret with Robin McGraw, and you will see this drink of the day, totally prepared in this beautiful glass with a glass straw and my mint, my fresh mint, and you'll see the recipe. So please enjoy.
0: Robin, we need to get you a a box of all of our supplements. They are like, they're the best. (laughs) I have to tell you, I've got
1: them on order. Oh, we're so excited here in the podcast. Everyone's got them on order because we're just like obsessed with you.
0: (laughs) Okay. You know what? Here's the deal. fine on the order, but I'm also shipping you a massive order on me. So I'm making a note right now. Um, Let's say, here we go. Yay. We're going to do this. I don't know if our
1: screen has frozen or not, but I'm like jumping up and down in my chair. We can see you. Me too. We can (laughs) see you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's talk more about the hurdles to transformation. We've discussed fighting through demotivation and injuries. What about not having the time?
0: I mean, not having a time is a very common thing, probably the most common thing. But I, I believe that what that boils down to is you not prioritizing or loving yourself enough to make the time to do it. Because at the end of the day, you're going to make time for something. You're either going to make time to do something for somebody else that you probably don't care to do, or you're going to make time for you to get your workout in or for you to eat properly. It's I, I've become a huge fan of this book, Essentialism. Have you ever read the book Essentialism? No. Oh, my will, goodness. Though. It will change. It's so good. I, and the, the whole premise of it and what I'm really leaning into right now is when we say yes to one thing, we are essentially saying no to another, probably more important And the way that that relates to transformation is we are so busy saying yes to everybody else. We're so busy trying to gain our value, trying to see our value, believe in our value by uh, accomplishing things for other people that will give us that feedback that we are essentially saying no to the most important person in the world. And that's ourselves. We're saying no to our health, to our happiness, to our joy and our time. So that what you just said, our time and I also think what most people do not realize is that exercise does not have to take an hour a day. We have this idea in our head that in order to lose weight and get to where we want to go, we need to pump iron for 45 minutes and get in 30 minutes of cardio. Jennifer and so many of our clients are the most beautiful examples of losing all the weight without putting a bit of exercise in. When she had her foot issue, 80% of it, 90% of it is nutrition. You got to eat. You got to make time to eat. We all make time to eat. So if you don't have time to work out, that's not an excuse.
1: That is so true. I am so (laughs) thrilled that you just said that, that you, it doesn't take an hour or an hour and a half in the gym or wherever you're working out, whatever you're doing. If it's outside running or walking or whatever, it doesn't take an hour or an hour and a half, even if it's 10 minutes What you're giving, that gift you're giving yourself is so wonderful. So, yes, take 10 minutes, lift some weights or do a sprint or whatever you can do. I'm so thrilled that you as an expert are encouraging everyone out there to to understand and to tell yourself, it doesn't take an hour.
0: Yeah, Robin, I have four kids. I have four kids that are all different ages. And for me, if I tell myself where I think it's going to take a ton of time, I'm not gonna work out at all. And there are truly some days where I might get one round of Tabata in. Tabata is four minutes of exercise. It's 20 seconds of movement, followed by 10 seconds of rest, repeated eight times. And some days that's all that I get. The goal though for me is, and for the people that truly find success, is about checking off that promise that you made to yourself. So if your promise is move for four minutes a day, check it off. Guess what? I am winning and I am more motivated to do it the next day. However, if the goal is an hour and I don't get to it, I'm likely going to fall off the wagon. So I, we have to be realistic. Unless you have a goal, like I want to step on stage and compete in a bodybuilding competition, or I want to run a marathon, there are obviously training techniques and methods that need to happen to get to where you want to go. But if your goal is overall health and wellness, I mean, our mental, emotional health that is created by way of actually just moving even for five minutes a day yes. is massive.
1: And you know the pride you have in yourself, the uh, just the true pride and excitement that you have in yourself that you even took that 10 minutes, that five, 10 or 15 minutes is just as, I think just as much of a gift as the actual workout itself for your body, for your muscles, for your heart, Just that pride in yourself is worth it.
0: You hit the nail on the head. That's a thing that we call integrity momentum. So once you feel what it's like to make a promise and keep it, right? That nine, 10 minutes, whatever it is that we're working out, five minutes, four minutes, then you do it again the next day. And then you're like, oh my gosh, Kate, if I can do this, what else can I do? I've told myself I'm a failure for so long, but I'm not because I'm following through with what I say. You create integrity, momentum that ultimately leads to, like you just said, Robin, pride and self love and dignity and all of the and belief in self, all of yep. the things that we've lacked for so long. That's and right. then you know what happens? We take our power back. That's, that's exactly, what happens. That's exactly <laughs> yes. right.
1: You know, there <laughs> are a lot of stuff. back. One thing, my favorite thing to do in the gym, uh, or the gift to give myself when I work out is cardio. I love to get on the treadmill. I love cardio, and I have found that I'll go in there and I'm like, I really don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this. But for me, once I'm in there for 16 minutes, I could stay in there for hours. Now, I know I've told myself that. So it's kind of like, oh, come on, just get in there for 16 minutes. But it's true. Like, okay, you know, my endorphins are going or whatever. And so I know that that's that's the that's the time. But maybe that's it. But it's it's. In my mind, I just tell myself, just get to 16 minutes and something clicks. And I know sometimes I only say 18 minutes, but (laughs) if I hit that 16 minutes, I feel like I could stay in there for hours. I don't, but everyone has their, everyone has that moment in the gym. I believe that if you just stick to that, then you're in it, you're in it. You could stay forever.
0: You're, you're right. It's like a plateau. It's yeah. one of our mental blocks that we have. And usually those mental blocks are things that we've never exceeded before. It's that time where we start feeling the pain, yeah. probably 12, 10 minutes, whatever it is. And we just have to get to a point. It's, our, it's funny because our bodies are really okay, but yeah. they're our brain is lying and saying, oh my gosh, the body can't do it anymore. No, our bodies are capable of so much, Yes, but it's not until we get through that mental block and almost tell our thoughts, those negative thoughts that they're false and they're wrong and they're lies that we really do become so incredibly powerful. And every time we exceed that mental block or we break through that wall or that plateau, we are becoming stronger and more capable of doing anything we want.
1: I bet there are a lot of people that think you have to reach rock bottom in order to transform your life. So Heidi, can you speak to getting ahead of it? How can you start right where you're at, even if you're not necessarily at your worst? You know, I I
0: love what you're saying. And I think you're right. A lot of people do think that. And I think because there is that natural thought that you have to hit rock bottom, many people don't even try until they hit the rock bottom, and they allow themselves to spiral down further and further. I am such an advocate and a believer of small goals, very, very, very small promises. Um, I think it's a really great idea to have a big picture of where we want to go, a big goal, a big dream, which is amazing. But you have to understand, if you're too big of a dreamer, and not so much an implementer, you're probably always going to feel like a failure because you're not taking the steps necessary. So having a big goal and then taking the time, sit with yourself, journal, take the time to break down those goals into smaller, more achievable goals is just sit with it. And it's going to feel overwhelming. It's going to feel like a lot, but you have to remember that goal, even that first small goal in the ladder of goals that you have to do, it begins with a step. Like you have to take one step to go. So anyone that is wanting to make any kind of change right now in your life, I cannot emphasize enough the value of making whatever change it is you want to make, making it so stupidly simple. It has to be so simple to where you're like, what is this even gonna do for me? For example, I believe everybody needs a power promise in their life. It's one thing that they know without a shadow of a doubt, they can do every single day without fail. Do you wanna know what mine is? It's making my bet. That is my power promise every day. It has nothing to do with health and fitness, nothing to do. But what it does have to do with is keeping me winning, keeping me feeling like I am starting my day on a good foot, Uh, keeping me feeling like anything I commit to, I can do, helping me realize the value of my word, that my word is gold. And that at any, whatever I speak, whatever I say, because I've given my word so much value is The words that I speak are things that actually can happen that I can create. So I believe anybody looking to make any change in your life, number one, you have to believe in yourself. You have to know it's possible. And if you need me right now to tell you it's possible, I promise you it is. It is. And then the second thing is make one goal. Like what is one small thing you can do today to get an inch closer to that goal? And every day, every day, just inch closer it's like climbing a mountain, right? It seems so big. And I believe one of the best things to do is not look at the top and not look behind, just take little steps. And every so often be like, okay, where am I at? Oh my gosh, I've come this far already. All right, head back down. I'm going to keep taking those progress pictures. Oh my gosh, look how much further I've gone. It's so vitally important. Oh, I love
1: that. I just love that, Jennifer. I'm so curious if you had people in your life who saw your transformation as a bad or intimidating thing. Like, did you have people who actually discredited your progress?
2: Yeah, I did. I had people who um they didn't really quite understand like why I was choosing to eat healthier, so sometimes like if we'd be out together, they would be like, why can't you just eat this piece of cake? Or why, you know, what you're, you eat well during the week. Why can't you just like this one time? And, and I just said, um, it's not that I don't eat cake. It's that I'm making a choice right now in this current moment to not eat the cake right now, but it has nothing to do with you or anything else. It's just, I'm learning how to make my own choices, you know, because it's hard when you're have that peer pressure. Um, and I had to really get strong. And at first have to tell you, I had no confidence in myself to say no. Um, and I was hanging around people that were eating very unhealthy. So it was hard, but, um, I just, you know, fake it till you make it. I faked it till Mm -hmm. I made it. And I just, it just, I don't know where the strength came from. Um, Mm -hmm. but I just said, you know, and I would allow myself to eat like a slice of pizza or whatever, but I was always holding myself accountable because, mm-hmm. you know, I told you I was had been an emotional eater and a binge eater. I have certain trigger foods. So those are foods that I can't control, my, even to this day, that I can't control myself around. And so I had to be very careful um, not to, you know, buy a bag of chips and lie to myself that I could have one serving, yes. <laughs> you know, and I yes. found healthier replacements for those foods that I could control myself around, but it made me feel that I wasn't being deprived because I couldn't feel, if I felt deprived as an emotional binge eater, I was going to then, it was going to lead me to overeat. So I had to make sure I was not feeling deprived. And um, gradually I moved away from a lot of this unhealthy foods. And I honestly, I don't even miss most of them, you know, most of them I don't even miss. So my body just feels so
1: much, much better when I'm not putting that stuff into it, you know? And I just say right now, I'm so proud of you. And, and I know that you're proud of yourself. So on the flip side, how did your relationships strengthen from the support you received?
2: Wow. That's a, that's a great question. So it was interesting. I think it was probably about after I lost like maybe like 80 to hundred pounds that, you know, that's when people could really tell a difference, not just like physically, but, but mentally like how I was carrying myself, um, my confidence and I didn't really notice it, but people told me that. Right. So people were telling me that they could notice this huge change in me and people started becoming more, uh, like supportive of what I was doing at that time. And a lot of people that had been previously unintentionally sabotaging me stopped with that. And it was really interesting Um, and, um, so they stopped doing that and then they wanted to know more. Right. So they were asking me questions about what I was doing. Of course, I'm like, you got to go to Heidi's website, (laughs) you know, like, and I'm talking about Heidi. Um, but you know, it was just that I felt this love and support. And I think it's because at that point they saw like, wow, she's really serious. And they knew me before, you know, I had no confidence. I didn't love myself. And Even if I pretended I did, they could tell, you know, you give off an energy. I was giving off an energy of I'm unhappy with where I am. And now I'm giving off this energy of even though I still have a hundred pounds to lose or whatever I had left to lose, I am feeling good where I am right now. And that was something that I never thought I could have. I thought, you know, like I said, I had, I thought I had to be a, a certain number on the scale to love myself, but I learned how to love myself where I was and, and appreciate my journey. And I actually started liking my journey. I started liking the challenge. And um, because when I would, you know, overcome a challenge, it was like Heidi has been talking about, it was so empowering and the power of belief like that. Chris and Heidi talk about that all the time. That is so true. And honestly, I did not believe in my, in myself at first at all. But I just said, what have I got to lose by choosing? It's a choice, choosing to believe in myself. I mean, for so long, I haven't been believing in myself. And look where I am. So what have I got to lose by just believing, you know? And Ugh. that made a huge difference. And, you know, thanks to Heidi. Heidi, you know, I've read about that too, you know, on your blog posts and stuff. So it was very powerful, you know? It was oh. a totally different oh. concept to me.
1: I love that. Heidi, what are the best ways to show support to a loved one who is deciding to make a positive change in their life?
0: You know, to, to now to show support to a loved one that's making a positive change is typically not the case. Usually we're having to support a loved one who's not right. So most people come to us and they say, Hey, I'm making a change in my life. I don't know. Like I, how do I get so-and-so to change? So to, I'll answer both ways. I will say, that when when you're in a place where a loved one is trying to make a change and you're not um, i think trying to put aside the idea that their change could mean that your relationship is going to be challenged or struggle um, is a big thing because i think most people struggle supporting someone making change like people at jennifer in your life may have struggled supporting because they worried. What does that mean for our relationship if you improve and you become better? Because right now we're in a perfect balance. And so when you guys were talking about the cake and you having to say certain things, you know, yes, it's true. They, they are trying to pull you off plan, right? By offering. But also I think they're trying to make themselves feel better for not having the ability to say no to the piece of cake, right? And so right. to them, you're being better for some reason, which is not accurate, but their mind is saying that you're being better is them not being good enough. Um, And so we try naturally to surround ourselves with people who make us feel good about who we are, even at the expense of their or our own growth. And so I think if you are around somebody who in your life is making a change for the positive, the best thing you can do for them and for yourself is support, encourage, Lift up another because when we, I always say ships ride with the tide. We hear that all the time, right? Right. As one ship is rising, you are inevitably going to become a better person by keeping them in your life and supporting their growth. Um, But it is really difficult. And we find a lot of relationships in, you know, on our show, uh, just clients in general, when one is changing, the other refuses not to sometimes uh, just to prove a point, you know, or whatever, uh, but I always say, and I firmly believe the best thing that person making a change can do, Jennifer, like you did, is continue being the example. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Be the change you wish to see in your life. And eventually they'll see the happiness. They'll see the joy. They'll see the unconditional love and support. You give them back, even if they're not supporting you. And it's the energy is contagious. It's hard to not be around somebody who's vibrating at a high frequency and sending so much love and light into the universe and not want to be a better person yourself oh that's
1: so true and that's a beautiful beautiful way to put it so Heidi I'd love for you to tell us all about your digital platform transform as well as your incredible supplements line
0: yeah of course um So uh, Chris and I, after the show ended, we started an app called Transform with Chris and Heidi, which is amazing. And it brings you through all diet exercise. It kind of caters everything to your specific journey. It's very, very amazing and affordable. We'll customize the plan to anyone. Um, And it also, we started a couple of years ago creating supplements because we wanted to be able to fuel the body uh, with what they want or with what we all need to transform our lives. Um, And then also outside of it, I would say the thing I'm even the most proud of is the work that I've done that really dives into a lot of what uh, we've been talking about today. It's the emotional, spiritual, mental side of things inside of a program I call Show Up. Um, And I, I believe in the trifecta. We need all parts of it. We want, yes, the app. We want the supplement so we have the tools. But then we want the glue, you know, and the glue are all of the things. Like It's integrity. It's realistic expectations. It's learning to love yourself. And that's what I've created inside of my show up program that I'm super proud of. Uh, I love it. I'm I, I, I am here on earth to empower other people and help them see the light that they have within starting with my kids first, Yes, I love myself, that. then my yes, kids and then yes. the rest of the world. So I feel I'm in a great place where I can kind of, I, I have so much <gasps> to change so many lives.
1: Jennifer, can you tell us about your coaching program and podcast, Warrior in Progress? So,
2: um, my, in my business, I do private coaching. And so, but I do a, a main focus on the mindset work. So, the, the spiritual, the emotional, because I found that, like with myself, I knew how to eat healthy, at least for the most part. Um, I knew how to exercise. I just wasn't able to commit to myself. So I really help people with learning how to commit to themselves, staying in integrity and the small promises, you know, the small changes really lead to that massive transformation over time. And then my podcast Warrior in Progress is really just where I share um, so many of the things that I've learned along my journey regarding, you know, integrity, forgiveness, letting go of fear, um, comparing yourself to others and setting those realistic goals and things like that. I love it.
1: I told you that we do two things on every podcast, drink of the day and the game of the day. So are you both up for playing a game right now? I'm always up for playing a game, always. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I feel like I've taken a lot of your time, but you both have been so interesting. I I could go on for hours, but it's time to play our game of the day. And I'm so glad that you're both willing. Today's game is called Word Flip. It is all about- transformations, but not the kind that you're both used to. Now, you two are going to take turns. and I'm going to give you a word. In 30 seconds, you're going to come up with as many different words as you can using the same letters. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) For example, if the main word is restaurant, words you can make out of that are aunt, Nast, etc. So the person to get the most total words in two rounds wins. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> so, Heidi, you're up first. Okay. Your word is meditation. Oh, hold it down just a little bit. Okay. Oh, there we go. Hey, 30 seconds on the clock. Go. Hey, eat on a ton. Med.
0: Uh, med. Med, I don't know. Um, not, did I already say that? Eight. Tan. Dine, dine, dime. Uh, t- uh <laughs> um, tin,
1: tin. Okay, that was time. <laughs>
0: okay, how many, how many words, words did they I get? you get?
1: You got 11 words. Woo! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jennifer. Yeah. Pressure's on, Jennifer. Pressure's oh, no. on. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Jennifer, your word it's relaxation. Go. A. Okay. Lax, um, ton,
2: 10, not. Uh, well, let's see. Lear, is that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Um, R, ale, Um, tax, uh, let's see, yeah, did I say that? (laughs) Relax. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, no, I'm totally, like, getting nervous now. Um, late, later, um, let's see, no.
1: Time's up. Okay. Oh, you also got 11. Oh, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> yes. Great High minds think alike, Heidi. <laughs> I'm going to be Good honest job. with you. I, I'm such a cheater. I cheat in games. Did you hear me saying relax? <laughs> Barely. Barely. I, I had such a hard time <laughs> to say that. Okay. All right. Here comes the next one. Okay, Heidi, here we go. Your word is confidence. confidence.
0: uh, Fin. Uh, uh, den. Uh, 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 oh, gosh. Con uh non is not a word <laughs> nice the word nice is in there uh uh nah, need need uh coin coin um uh d- uh, feed feed
1: fin
2: <laughs> uh
1: fit, what time fin- jump <laughs> <laughs> We couldn't A hear second. you in the beginning. Do you, by any chance, how many words you got? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to say you got 12. Okay, great. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Oh, gosh. Okay, Jennifer, here's your word. All right, Jennifer. 30 okay. seconds. Your word is trans. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Okay, four. Okay,
2: form for, um, let's see, bar, man, man's. Fans, fan, ram. ram. I'm just going down the line here. Good Ton. ram. Hot, <laughs> ram. Sword. Um, let's see, far, sort, and sort. Someone's helping me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mon is that a word? I'm not really sure. Um, let's storm, see. storm, storm.
1: Oh, storm. That's, <laughs> That's a really
2: good one, Robin.
1: <laughs> Time is up, and you also that got is- twelve. I like this game. I like this game. We're all winners. That was a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, ladies, so much for being so generous with your time. That was so much fun. Okay. Sadly, it's come to an end for this phenomenal podcast with you ladies. I'm going to start with you, Heidi. Could you please tell all of our listeners where they can locate you on social media, on your website, everywhere they can find you?
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, So my social media, I'm uh, most present on instagram it's at real heidi powell r-e-a-l then my name heidi powell uh, same with facebook real heidi powell my website is HeidiPowell.net. and then uh, all of that goodness that show up you know all, all of my mindset stuff is remind with heidi.com and then of course we have transform hq for all of the transform goodness.com
1: love it Love it. I love it. And Jennifer, please tell all the listeners everywhere they can find you.
2: So my Instagram is at fully underscore committed 13. And then on Facebook, it's the same thing except no underscore. So it's fully committed 13. My website is McKee health. So that's M C K E E health.com. And if you want to learn more about warrior in progress, you can go to warrior in
1: I love it. I love it. And I also want to tell all of the listeners that you can also go to I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com and we'll have all of their sites, all of their information listed there. So thank you to both of you for inspiring our secret squad today. And I just I'm so inspired. Everyone here in our office is inspired and all of the listeners are as well. So I'm thrilled that we've been able to spend this time with both of you. Congratulations on everything that you have done, everything that you have accomplished. We're so in love with both of you
0: oh thank you robin this was such an honor thanks for having us on we appreciate it thank you so
1: much it's just been such a pleasure so happy listening to the secret squad out there like i said go to i've got a secret with robin mcgraw for the recipes for a lot of behind the scenes extras and photos and again thank you both for inspiring the secret squad today bye-bye thank
2: Thank you you so much bye